Welcome to Assistant Coaching. We are your assistant coaches. Eric the Bookie Ellis, Storm Diesel Dodd. I'm Scott, even Money Bets. Uh, we are still quarantined. It's been another long week. Uh, once again, looking forward to the show. Let's step away from the NFL for a second and uh, talk about my bachelor party. I got married last year. Um, I'm a big golfer, so we did a, a golf outing at a local course. It was a beautiful day, but it was hot, uh, maybe 90 degrees. And uh, Eric, the bookie Ellis, he was there. He was invited. And Eric, why don't you let the listeners know about where your head was at that day? Yeah, I was. Uh, I woke up that morning or that morning, <laughs> nervous as hell. Um, you know, because. <laughs> I just, I'm not a very good golfer and I was afraid of embarrassing myself. Well, so I decided that in order to get over the nerves, I was going to drink myself into a coma by taking a, taking a fifth of crown Royal onto the course and sneaking in my bag and taking random pulls out of that as I golfed. I don't know if I made it to the third hole. I can't remember. Um, Storm, Storm, can you clear up what Eric means by random pulls? <laughs> All right. So I think we were on hole one or two when it, this crown, I think we birdied hole one. So Eric, he pulls out this crown Royal vanilla and I go, Oh, that's the good stuff. I don't know if Eric knows the difference oh, yeah, between a, a pull and a chug. Cause he, <laughs> it wasn't no pull. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he's drinking it like right. he had a bottle of water in his hand. All right, now before this party took place, uh, me and a few close friends, uh, one of them being my brother, were drawn up teams, and we gave we put Eric on arguably the best team there. It was my brother Storm and a, a kid named Tate. Three solid golfers, three good drinkers. And we were playing in the group in front of them. And uh, I, I believe we were on hole 15. These guys pull up, the group behind us, they pull up. And Tate rides up. And Eric is sleeping on his lap with a black, with a black satin pillow. And the right, and the right side of his face is so sunburned that I feel sorry for him. <laughs> I didn't feel the sunburn, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, I, we were all kind of shell-shocked. We said, what happened? You know, is he okay? And my brother goes, yeah, we've been checking his pulse at every green. <laughs> Keep me alive. So uh, maybe we'll put the picture on our Twitter page, but Eric has a good picture. It just looks like two good groups golf and having fun in the summertime but if you zoom way in <laughs> you can see Eric snoozing in the golf cart I was just yeah. I remember there was like one point like there was Eric was titrated for two holes he got to oh. putt first and I got to putt behind him and Eric was okay. the putts and I read it and I sunk both birdie putts so we get to this part okay. three Eric, you're up. And then all of a sudden, Eric, like I said in that last podcast, sends this thing 
off the green. I think he tried to hit it up the hill to the tee box. And just Tate turns around and looks at me. And he goes, you got the read? I go, (laughs) (laughs) I go, nope. (laughs) So we get back. (laughs) My uncle Matt. My uncle, my dad's brother was there. And he had recently fallen and landed on a stump and cracked his ribs. So he's walking around at my bachelor party with this black velvet pillow in between his arm and his ribs because when he laughs, it hurts. All right. It, it hurts him to be there, but he's there. Well, when Eric and Tate pulled up to the 15th tee box, Eric was sleeping on his velvet pillow. My, my uncle's feeling for the guy who gave him his pillow. And he golfed with us for a couple holes. He did. He took Eric's spot. You know, Uncle Matt, he's not a golfer. But, you know, a natural athlete, you could call him. <laughs> with broken ribs. Yeah. With broken ribs. Anyway, we get we get back to the house after the – we get back to the Airbnb after the golf. And it's it's – you know, it's fun. People are grilling. People are drinking. And Austin and Storm are carrying – carrying Eric through the party <laughs> arm over each shoulder <laughs> like a body <laughs> and they go in there and they lay him on the couch and they come back out and somebody stopped the music and they're like what happened to Eric I'd like to know still to this day <laughs> and, I, and I want all the listeners to know that Eric got back up after a two hour siesta and he played some cornhole. He he roughed it out. It's called a boot and rally, you know, because I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if anyone else knows this, but I went into the bathroom and just yacked. And this is new information. This is the first time I've heard this. <laughs> I've kept it a secret really all these insult. months. I don't spill it. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, went in and, and, uh, yacked and and i was good to go i was good for some a few rounds of cornhole and he come out and he was like harvey two-face the right side of his face was <laughs> tomato red and the left side of his face was ghost white mm-hmm. <laughs> nevertheless eric you know you're not your golf game did not warrant that kind of behavior <laughs> you're a better golfer than you think well i appreciate it <laughs> I remember what? we set him up on, on one of the tea boxes and he goes, I thought we were over this already. <laughs> Austin kept setting him up first and he goes, I thought we established that this shouldn't happen anymore. Uh, yeah, Austin told me that. Oh, I man. I said to him, Are you sure you guys want me to to swing? Like are you sure you want this to happen? <laughs> We made the teams the night before, and I was jealous of your team. Uh, one, one because it's three of the four of the best drinkers that I've ever met, and two because it's a great golf squad. <laughs> you know, I thought we'd set you up pretty square. I couldn't ask for a better team. I just, I blew it. You know, I ruined it for myself. <laughs> you did not I don't know how I ruined it. <laughs> you did not ruin. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was laughing the whole time. Just be- well, I'm glad. Just because you're sleeping like a baby on Tate's lap does not mean that you ruin the day. <laughs> we should have Tate on here to tell his uh, well, for- his uh, point of view from it or for it. We'll get Tate on here someday to tell his point of view from the bachelor party incident. <laughs> Nevertheless, we got some news to talk about, fellas. Uh, now we're going to get into the NFL. Not much going on uh, this week. However, we do want to talk about how uh, Cam Newton still has not found a home. Where do you two uh, think he's going to wind up? Well, I think um, I think it, when it comes down to it, I think it's going to be the L.A. Chargers. Whoa. I don't know. They, they've, they've kind of come out and said that Tyrod's their guy, at least for this year. But um, I don't know if I buy that. Like, I just – I think – Cam Newton may be a big, a bigger name, obviously, than Tyrod. And L.A. is desperate for any sort of, um, you know, fan base to to pay attention to them. So they might sign Cam Newton more so for publicity uh, than actual uh, on-field performance. Okay. Okay, I like that. He's just a big name that could right that could former fill MVP. You know, former NFC champion with the Panthers, that type of thing. So, do you think he could wind up starting there in the ball games for him, or do you think that's the only reason they'd sign him? Um, I don't. I think uh, it depends on what they do in the draft too, because I could see them going quarterback. They they pick six, so they might take Justin Herbert or Jordan Love. I don't know. I think the way that the Chargers are structured right now, their their roster is is built to win. So I, I could see either Cam or Tyrod having them in playoff contention. I don't see them, you know, going very far. But I, I could see them, you know, being kind of in the hunt towards the end of the year. Stormy, where do you see Cam? Newton? I'd say, like, you know, I could see him going to the Patriots. Oh, wow. You know, that, you took I could the words see him going there. Mouth. I could That's see maybe, like, you know, a one-year deal to see – if he pans out with Bill or something or has a decent year, I could see yeah. him going there. I just think all, all the success that Bill Belichick had with a guy like Tom Brady, how, how much success could he have with a guy like Cam Newton? With he just an has athlete to stay like healthy. Cam Newton, you know, may, he has to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's kind of far-fetched, but it's something. Great that, O-line they there. Could, you know, within a couple of years. Yep. That's the guy who could take him back to the Super Bowl after losing Tom Brady. What do you guys think of the of this rumor? I hear the Patriots are going to trade up to the Lions spot in the draft at number three Ooh. and take Tua to be Who are they gonna trade for? Who are they who are they gonna give up to get to him? Probably How are they gonna get up? I'd to say the multiple first rounders throwing a second round pick. I don't know. I Bob Quinn's an idiot. I wouldn't hate it. It won't take much. I wouldn't hate it. I think I think the management in Detroit is going to bone a couple picks. Um, a couple oh, first-round picks can do us a lot of good. You know, and is two of the answer for the Lions? You know, I doubt going it. Going back to what Eric said, I'd hate to not get him, and then he goes off and wins championship somewhere. You know, we could have had that. We could have had that talent. That's the truth. Team, but I mean, does just does Detroit destroy that talent if he goes there? Who knows? 
that could very well happen. It's happening with Matthew Stafford. It could happen with Tua. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting question because you think, like, you know, could Tua possibly be the transcendent um, quarterback that, that finally brings the Lions some sort of substantial success that no quarterback has done in the past? Because last year, the teams were lining up to take this guy, tank for Tua, all that stuff. And then, and, uh, then he gets injured in, in college, and all of a sudden his, his draft stock hasn't been quite as good. But I think um, – I don't know. I really like him. I think he could be that guy, and, and why not take a chance, set up the next 10 years of your future for the Lions, and at least at least give him a chance, you know? it's either. I think he was a slugger, and I think he's going to have a career wherever he winds up. You know, that injury – Bad timing on the injury, but he's he does. got a hell of an arm. And he can arm. move. As much as, I, as much as I hope the Lions get him, he could do ridiculous oh, yeah. things in New England with Belichick. That would be that would be quite the pairing. I think I like that uh, quarterback from Oregon, Justin Herbert. I think he'll be – he could be okay. – I think he'll do well in the NFL. Or that Love from Utah State. I think that's where he's from. Okay. I like Love better than I like Herbert, but I like two, two of the best. I like mm-hmm. I like Tua more than I like Joe Burrow, and Burrow's kind of the consensus number one pick to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Tua brings the best chance, you know, down the line. Uh, aside from Cam Newton and Tua, another big move that we did not talk about last week was DeAndre. Yeah, how did that fly under the radar? Uh, heading heading to the Arizona Cardinals under the radar. Yeah, for I, nothing. For absolutely nothing. <laughs> Highway Robert. He's a high, high caliber receiver, high caliber mm-hmm. addition to any team. I did read he said that if they weren't going to extend him, he was going to hold out this year. I saw that too, and he wanted a, he wanted to raise Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to give it to him, so he just yeah. shipped him out of town. See it. Um, Which is stupid. I don't know why you wouldn't want him. Bill O'Brien's going to get his ass fired. I mean, moves like that. (laughs) No no kidding. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, he's not that old. He's got the best hands in the league. And he's on, Mm -hmm. you know, he's on a mediocre team in Houston. They could go somewhere. You want to hang on to a guy like that. And Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I mean, imagine if they had a solid defense, imagine what Deshaun and DeAndre could – that pairing – could be for a long time. They're both young. They're both under contract for, I think DeAndre was under contract for three more years. I mean, and O'Brien just decided to get rid of him because he didn't want to give him more money. There's a lot of firepower there in Houston. And he just shipped arguably oh, yeah. it, you know, half of it out. The Cardinals just got really good. They did all of a sudden. They could they be got a team Hopkins that and then that Kirk. Murray, like Drake. Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake. I was bombed. Detroit. I agree. Pay more attention to him. Could have had him for but, cheap. But you know, sitting here right now, all of a sudden the Cardinals are, you know, a pretty good football team. At least they're heavy like a, they're kind of like a fantasy type football team. Like they're they have a lot of like high end skill position yeah. players, but they the oh, offensive yeah. line needs help. The defense mm-hmm. still needs help, but. I mean, they'll be fun. They'll be fun to watch with, with Kyler. I think he's going to be great. Um, but if they can get him some help on the offensive line, I think the Cardinals will be forced to be reckoned with in the NFC West. 
as well. For, what's the guy's well, name from uh, Iowa, the lineman? Ebenezer? Or, oh, offensive yeah. lineman? Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. I think he ran like a 4-5 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> combine. The, and he had like some crazy stand that's, jump. That's that's they're supposed to take him. Yeah. The draft is projected to go to the Cardinals. Well, the the offensive tackle from Louisville, Makai Becton, Becton mm-hmm. set the record for the for the 40 for an offensive line. Okay. So oh, yeah. They yeah, I think they'll definitely go O-line with their first pick there. They should. And and Kingsbury, I like I like him as a coach a lot. I think he mm-hmm. he'll uh him and Kyler will be a a good duo for for years to come. I see uh, Kyler Murray too. is an easy guy to root for. Um, pretty quiet, underrated. I, I can't wait. Can't wait to see what the Cardinals do. And I was reading something season. about Houston. It was like that he might try to ship out Watson. Oh Houston. God! Come on, O'Brien. It was just like little rumors because he posted something on Twitter, and everybody thinks, "Oh yeah, he's he wants getting to go shipped to out too." Bill, o, Bill O'Brien's going to wind up coaching for the Detroit <laughs> line. I think O'Brien would be lucky to get a job as a high school coach after he's done with the Texans. I mean, he's been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's had a lot of talent, and he's not doing anything with it. It, you know, draws striking exactly. resemblance to Matt Patricia in Detroit. All kinds of potential, and uh, you're not excelling. You're disappointing the fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of disappointment. I mean – to be up twenty-four nothing in that divisional round playoff game against Kansas City in two second in like two seconds it was gone. Like that twenty-four point lead. And that's a lot of a lot of it has to do with coaching. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's one thing to take a lead for granted. It's another thing to mm-hmm. uh, let a lead like that slip. Like you said, I think Bill O'Brien's time in Houston. Oh, yeah. uh, Definitely could be on limited. the hot seat this year after trading Hopkins. We're having a we're having a good old rip on the Houston Texans. Uh, let's let's continue on. Let's talk about uh, maybe what the worst NFL fan bases are in the NFL. If you guys had to guess, you know, give me your top, top two. two. They don't have to be one and two. Just who well, I got my two? top two. Who's the um, worst fan base? I thought about this earlier. I thought I think Bills and Pippen. Eagles would probably be one and two. In what in some order, okay. And I say uh, Eagles Cowboys, a good one, good one. Eagles Cowboys and Eagles Bills. Those Eagles fans are psycho. They are. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna read them down. I'm gonna read them down, starting from number ten. Uh, you guys pitch in at any moment. Tell me how you feel. Number ten. No kidding. I can see that. Seahawks. The twelfth man. I can say low. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Seahawks fan. I enjoy. That's why I like them. I, I like you know, like, Nobody likes the twelfth man, but they're easy to root for. I know that Eric, uh, the bookie oh, Ellis, is not a fan of Pete. Carroll. He's probably my least favorite person, coach, player, GM in in the NFL. I cannot stand Pete Carroll. <laughs> If nobody Stop knows, he jumped Stop ship it. after the USC lost the national championship game. You, got, <laughs> you guys are being dramatic. I do I like Russell Wilson. I don't see it's hard to not like Carroll. But uh, yeah, I'm a big Russell Wilson. I'm fan. a big Russell Wilson, no doubt. He's a, he's one of the more likable quarterbacks, and he's won yeah pretty much since he's been in the league. We'll move on to number nine. It's the hmm. 
Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I, I I could see that. I guess Nick's feeling. I don't really know much about their fan base. I just I I do like the Ravens now though with Lamar. I've been a big Lamar uh, Lamar guy ever since he kind of took off, but. I'm a big Lamar guy. I think a lot of that number nine Ravens comes point. from was, Ray Lewis. The Brian Billick. I was going to say that. I was a big Ray Lewis, Ed Reed fan. In, in your face. We'll keep it moving on to number eight. <laughs> list. Bunch, of, bunch, a bunch of pissed off boys in Detroit. I don't blame them. I agree. I, I feel comfortable at number eight. Where are you guys I'm comfortable at? at eight. Like I went to a game, I think it was two years ago, and like I was with Jake and their Steelers fans, and there must have been four or five fights around me. Like they just Ooh. they get drunk, Ooh. and then they just Detroit yeah. fans are like, just go after the opposing team. Yeah, I mean you can't even bear oh, the Lions without getting drunk. I mean you got to kind of be <laughs> Eric at Scott's bachelor party to even handle watching that putrid garbage. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I'm surprised that that some national list paid attention to the Lions. We usually don't get brought up on lists like these, but we usually don't hit the radar. Uh, we're at number eight. On to number seven, America's Ooh, team, Dallas Cowboys. I, I agree. Low. I, I thought they would have been up where Storm had them at, at, you know, in one to three or something like that. And they're annoying. They're a bunch of clowns as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. If anyone's listening, I want you to hit our Twitter page <laughs> and let us know why you think. That's right. shouldn't be on They got Joe list, Buck and Troy Aikman on the payroll. That's right. <laughs> and Jimmy Johnson. Troy Aikman. We should have a full <laughs> show on him sometime. And, and they got Robo, too. Jimmy Johnson, Troy Aikman, Jerry Jones. What a bunch of <laughs> what a bunch of circus corners. Couldn't agree more. Number six, the New England I feel, Patriots. I yeah, I can see they're right in the middle. They they have the most bandwagon fans of any other of any team. Matt, no, I mean no no. No, like being a Michigan fan, everybody's like, "Well, Tom Brady, man." I'm like, "But I just, I can never like. I don't. I'm not a fan. I've never liked the Patriots. I haven't either. I think they're but a bunch I'm of not, I'm not gonna root for them. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna do it. I, I'm with you, Storm. Even though Brady did go to Michigan, I just, yeah, yeah, I just wish the Patriots would go away. Like, you've had your time. And I don't know. I just, I'm sick of. Them. I'm so happy he left New England. I will say it right now. I'm so happy. There are some there are some very tough teams out there right now, and the Patriots losing Brady, they're going to put them into mm-hmm. a type of tailspin where they're hunting yep. for a quarterback, trying to draft a quarterback. I think some younger, tougher teams are going to be. I up agree. I think the Bills City's going to roll. I think in their division, I think the Bills and the Jets are going to be better than they are. Um, next couple of years with Darnold and, and Josh Allen, but yeah, I, I heard Storm say Kansas City. I think it's a Patrick Mahomes type. Mahomes of and Watson. I think if he's going to win a gets lot. Rid of Bill O'Brien there in Houston, but anyway, I might root for Watson if he goes to New England. <laughs> I would too. We're looking at number five, the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning comes to mind. Hmm. I could see it. They spoiled New England twice. Yep. They spoiled New England twice. They got a chip on their shoulder. We're, we're going to move oh, right yeah. into number four, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's another big bandwagon predicted fan earlier. The Steelers, you know, their fans travel too. I feel like there's always, always like a I ton said, of Steeler fans at away games. <laughs> there, there is. 
<laughs> you know what? Ever since Mike Tomlin tried to trip Jacoby on the sideline, um, I haven't liked the Pitts the Pittsburgh Steelers. But over the years, Mike Tomlin he just keeps winning and winning, and it's tough. Yeah, to I, mean, I think root this against was their him. first year that Tomlin didn't finish above five hundred. He's been there like twelve years or something like that. I mean, he's been there a while. And he lost his better right. quarterback, and he had trash behind Still found him. a way. Still, yeah. still pretty, gave it pretty away. great. Number three, Stormy, mm. the New York Jets. I don't know any Jets fans. All I can think about <laughs> is that guy with the cowboy <laughs> hat. That, you know what I mean? Ugh. I think he yeah, got that. On, on his three own. All. I'm with uh, you. Number two, Oakland. Oh, I forgot Raiders. about Oakland. Yeah. I forgot about you guys. Too. Forgot about them. the Vegas Raiders now. Yes, you got to build a whole new fan base. The Las Vegas Raiders. Something tells me they will be equally as obnoxious. And number one, drum roll, please. Both of you guessed it. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, that one was kind of. <laughs> that one's kind of. Don't murder you there. Don't murder you there. You heard it here first. An honorable mention. I wrote in mm-hmm. myself the Buffalo Bills. I can't believe because that. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Yeah, we've all seen the videos. Bills Mafia. You see people, you know, bodies <laughs> slamming their friends through flaming tables at a barbecue. Throwing broken beer bottles at each other. They don't mess mm-hmm. around up there in Buffalo. It's, it's insane. I, I can't believe they didn't make the list, but nevertheless. That's crazy. They didn't make it. That's our top ten. Uh, the Buffalo Bills get an honorable mention. I, I agree with most of that list. I think there's a lot of those fan bases travel and they and they piss off the the home team fan base. So I mean, I think it's it's pretty on point. All right, to round it out, um, we talked about ESPN uh, having a bracket for the greatest athlete of all time last week. Uh, if you got 